What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Tonight's episode of From the Streets to the Pulpit. I am your host, number one, and soon we'll be joined by our panel. Tonight we're going to talk about friends. If your friends aren't lining up with your life, 
what do you do? Your situation has changed significantly. Should your friends change according to your situation? Whose mindset should adjust? What's the rules or ideas that come along with these ideas or mindsets? So, let's talk about friends. Good evening. Good evening. Okay. Let's get right into it. (laughs) Your friends were there with you sometime, and now you're... You're married. Let's say your relation you have established new relationships. How should your friends adjust to it? Or what do you expect of your friends? Um Okay, so so let's touch first on friends of the same sex. So if I have friends, um, female friends and I get married, then uh, I would expect my friends to know that their boundaries, um, and they don't even have to be boundaries that are spoken. I, mm-hmm. It's just a, it's just a level of respect to where if you know if if you're single. Um, if you're not married, then you're single, straight up. So if as a single lady I went out and, you know, hung out at sports bars and, um, you know, different things like that during events or even just, you know, happy hour or what have you, then as a wife, that's no longer my scene. Um, not to say that we can't get together and have a lunch or a nice dinner, just uh, the scene of or the type of environment that's created by single folk um, is no longer what I am going to be doing as a married woman. So um, first I, w- I would say that those unspoken boundaries are, are drawn um, among, you know, women women or or girlfriends of women um and as and as far as as male friends um then I would also too expect that unspoken lines are drawn um such as the respectful times of of calling or getting you know whatever the relationship was whether it was just a relationship where, you know, you give, I give advice or, um, you know, had a few good laughs or what have you, those lines, um, boundaries will be drawn. And at some point, uh, they'll diminish um, over time if, you know. Um, so just because you get married don't mean you have to delete your friends. You just need to draw boundaries or redefine the friendship boundary. Okay. So whose responsibility is it? Is it the the husband per se? Is it the wife's responsibility to now uh, 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 express her expectations? 
I think I think it's both. So so for me, if it's if it's my group of friends, then I uh-huh. will obviously have that conversation um, with my group. And if it's his group of friends, then he would have that conversation with his group. And as far as the communication between each other, then, you know, the, the two need to sit down and set those expectations. Um, for instance, for you and I, um, early on, we we had the conversations of specifically what boundaries um, we were going to draw, and we agreed on that. And we also had the specific conversations about what we believe or what we think would be or consider um, what we would consider infidelity. And infidelity is um, is more than just a sexual act. It can be whatever you perceive it to be. Um, and in order for that understanding to take place in a relationship, in a marriage, that conversation has to happen. So I think the, um, again, to answer your question, I think the responsibility is on both the husband and wife to converse with each other and with the friends who are, um, I guess, involved. Well, now now you, you're getting the friend involved, so... Let's keep the friends involved. Now that we we've gotten the friends involved, how can we? Because it's it's, it's very it's a, it's a good chance that you're going to insult. Should the friends be insulted because you have established uh, essentially a new uh, <laughs> friend? Should the friend be insulted? Yes. I I don't understand. So, should the friend you know, be insulted? That you're, you're you're being taken away from your friend, and you know a lot of times you feel some kind of way about it. Like man, she come along and she just broke up the group, if you will. Friendship is just that what it is. So. Just because you are my friend and I get married, my marriage doesn't affect you. It affects me, but my marriage is for me. It's not for you. So if you and I are friends, um, I can still be there for you and support you in some capacity that doesn't hinder or or um, pose a problem to my husband. And I don't, as as people. I think that when we look at, even if you talk about family, for instance, I think that we look at marriage as a negative and not a positive. If you are truly my friend and I get married, then you have gained a friend. 
Because if I'm loyal to you, um, my husband would also be loyal to you in some capacity, especially if you are that friend, as I guess as they would say, to the end. Now, don't get me wrong. I think that too often we misclassify people that we are acquainted with and we like to give them titles that they haven't earned, um, nor do they deserve, right? So for me, when I say friend, uh, you already know I had one before we got married. I mean, one. And and I've known her for, you know, over over 35 years. So um, that's my friend. You know what I'm saying? So... For that particular situation, she's gained an additional friend in you through me, right? Um, Anyone else that I've been acquainted with, they may have been, you know, like they are acquaintances in in some aspects, and um, they're still, you know, acquaintances that I keep in contact with, you know, for Christmas, like college roommates, and, you know, people that I became close with that I, you know, had previous jobs with. But um, to the level of regular friendship, there, there's only one. And, and she's gained a friend and not lost. So I think that we have to learn to view um, marriage for what it is. And it's, you know an added benefit. I can dig that. And I guess it goes back to the mindset. Um, But also it has to do with communication. Because I'm sure those conversations were had in the beginning. Between the husband and and the wife? Between between the husband and the wife. you also got to have the conversation with the friends too and, and let it be known like, listen, we are establishing uh, a friendship type deal uh, in him. You know what I mean? He's now your brother, just like I was your sister. You gained something versus losing. So that conversation right. that you had, which means your mindset has to be established because we oftentimes assume that it's just. Uh, natural, if you will. Right, and and again, like right, those conversations have to be had, and and you know, let's just be real. For relationships, even friendships um, that are with the opposite sex, but are still completely and truly platonic, um, those conversations should be had as well. And those conversations go over very well or very smoothly when, you know, the, the relationship is completely platonic. But when there's some type of emotions that have been involved at some point or the other between the two people that are friends, then I think that there, there are issues there. And I think in those cases, um, when you get married, that, that over time, that connection or the um, conversation, or the um, 
interaction between those two people should diminish. I agree. <laughs> there's nothing else to say. I agree. Okay. Well, only because it's, it's, it's where the respect come in or the lack thereof or a potential of a lack of respect. So that's where, mm-hmm. um, to keep it from doing such, you have to remove yourself from it. Mhm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that that you know that's not to say that you know um, I don't like you, you don't like me, we not cool no more. Or you know that's just to say, okay, you know, look, it was you know it was cool for you to call and check on me when I was single. Um, but now that I'm I'm married. That is no longer your concern. Like you, you know, even if you, you know, wonder, you know, how I'm doing from time to time, that's okay. Wonder. Even if you ask, you know, like, hi, how's she doing? I ain't seen her in a while. Okay, that's okay. Cool. Ask. But as far as, you know, when we talk about the, the boundaries of picking up and calling and you are um, a male and, and, you know, you know you've had a crush on me, then that need or that urge to call and check in on me, like, you don't do it. Because, you know, like, I know you had a thing for me. Like, I ain't have a thing for you, but I know, you know, you was crushing on me. So I'm not going to pick up the phone and call you and engage in a random conversation. Um, You know, even though the conversation may not be random because we had a friendship, but that is just not what I'm going to do because what I'm not going to do is open a door for you to perceive um, the thought that it's okay for us to converse regularly or it's okay to, you know, call and check in every once in a while. Like, um, that's that's not uh, productive in a relationship in the relationship between the husband and the wife. I can get that. <clears throat> Could it be misconstrued as, as a lack of um, some insecurities there? On whose part? You could say on because, I mean, whoever has to step in and and kind of step down. So you as the wife have to step down. Would that consider be considered like some uh, insecurity? Why can't he have friends? How about that? Okay. So, okay, for me, um, I can only speak from uh, one from my, from a personal perspective, and you know, you being my husband. It's not that you can't have friends. Um, you can. Like the friends, the friendships that you had established before we were married um, is, is fine, depending on the type of friendship that was established. If it was a friendship where that was established to where, 
you know, you were single and she was single and, and it was a platonic friendship. Um, but every once in a while, you know, y'all would go grab a quick bite or every once in a while y'all would, you know, grab a quick drink or something like that. Then I would expect those types of instances to be, to, to, to just not happen. Um, if it was the type of friendship to where, you know, like when you saw her or, you know, when y'all were out in the bottle, whatever, you had a conversation with her or, you know, um, a friend of the family, somebody that you grew up with, then I, that that's okay. Um, I would have a problem with you, this chick you used to hang out with, platonic, of course, fine. I'd have a problem with y'all going and grabbing a bite to eat together without me. Um, I'd have a problem with y'all going and having a drink together without me. Because if she's a friend of yours and it's completely platonic, then she should be a friend of mine. Um, but if I'm not invited to the party, then, then there shouldn't be a party. Now, if I'm invited and I decline, um, you know, and, and we've had the discussion that it's okay that you go, that's a whole different story. But if, if I'm not invited, then instantly my mind is going to believe or my mind is going to make me think that there's something going on that's being hidden from me. So a friend of a friend of mine automatically become a friend of ours. Should be. Well, what if I don't want to share the same friends with you? What if I don't want the friend of yours to become a friend of mine? Well, that's cool, but that's your choice. See what I'm saying? If 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 it's a situation where where you you know you know wife wife this is this is Jane Doe Jane Doe this is my wife and and Jane Doe and I hit it off um, and and every once in a while you know when when she calls to check in she was like oh let me let me say hey to your wife then 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 that's one thing but if it's a thing where you know you introduce Jane Doe and and myself and it's it's like you know, like, uh, she she cool, y'all can talk, but I don't really, you know, I don't really care to talk to her. Okay, but um, give me the choice. Don't just assume, because here's the thing. If a friend of yours, if you don't open the door for me to meet or for me to be um, a friend of your friend, then for me and me only, it's a secret. If you don't open the door and invite me in, then you're hiding it from me. And for me, in my mind, if you're hiding it from me, then it's a secret. If it's a secret, and you, then I'm assuming you have something valuable to hide. Um, again, that's just me, and that is obviously my mind it could be playing tricks or it could be real but that's just where my mind is going to go um if it's cool like you say it is then what's the problem with me getting to know her or what's the problem with you know me answering your phone when she calls but do you answer my phone when anybody else calls or is it you just be answering my phone when she calls 
No, just just in general, like just it, you know, if I go to pick up the phone, like if if I, it's it has to be like regular stuff. So if I if I answer your phone, um, but you don't let me answer the phone when she calls, then you're hiding something. You see what I'm saying? So if there's a change in your pattern with me when it comes to her, then there's a problem. And and for me, we call that red flags. Mm. Now, again, if you're my husband, if I'm good enough to be your wife, then I'm good enough to be a friend of your friend. You want to spend the rest of your life with me. You want to build a family with me. You want to wake up and go to sleep to me and me only. But I'm not good enough to meet your friend. So for me, it's almost like I hold the highest office in your life. But yet and still, I'm not good enough to be your friend's friend. That doesn't make sense to me at all. Okay, I'm just me. listening, trying to trying to see what uh where where these ideologies lines up and who in the mindset. So, and we've had these we've had these conversations and these folks was at the wedding and you you met them at the wedding you've been friends and they're still friends how how does that play now mm-hmm. I don't think I understand these, the question you you bet let's say that you met these these friends of mine at the wedding so you know who they are, but they're still my friend. How does that play now? Does that does that change because you don't vibe with them? Does that change because you uh, don't like them or whatever the case may be? How does that change? How does that? I play think I, I think I think this this is this is the key. Right, I think that if they were there at our marriage, at our wedding, um, then they are a part of our life. They're no longer just your friends. I think that in the event or if you um, don't want to share your friends, then you shouldn't choose to share your life. When we got married, it was us. It was you, it was me, it was we. It became our. So your family is my family. My family is your family. How come my friends aren't your friends? How come your friends aren't my friends? Like why is there a line drawn between your friends and I? I'm not necessarily talking about the male friends, so to speak. Um, I'm talking about the, the female friends that, are connected to you um, why why is it so what's so special about your connection with them that 
you can't share them with your wife or you can't open the door to allow a relationship to, to be established with your wife. Um, now, if it is your wife's choice to say, you know, no, nah, I'm good, like that's, that's not the kind of people I hang with or something like that, then let that be her choice. But don't make a decision for her because I think in doing that, again, you're you're hiding something. And if you're not willing to share all of you with me, if everything um, that, that we have as individuals, if we can't bring all of those aspects together in our marriage, then, one, they don't need to be there. Or two, we don't need to be married. For me, when I married, for me personally, when I married you, then I even share my friends with you if that's what you want. You know what I'm saying? So, so for for me, the one friend that I do have, if you know, um, if you want a friendship or you know whatever then then that's cool that's your you have that choice um for me personally as far as male friends go I don't have no contact with with any other dudes outside of you or my brother who is obviously my blood but um and of course you know like dad and different things like that but I don't have any contact with any other men that you don't have access to Every dude that I talk to, you have the same access. My dad, my brother, you know, um, shoot, and you know, other than my uncle Crib who call from time to time, but again, you know, you you got that access as well. And that's just for me. I, I understand that. Other marriages and other relationships may be different, but for me and my comfort level, I'm not comfortable. Um, that's just more than I'm comfortable with. I'm not comfortable with, you know, having a male friendship outside of my husband. And, you know, plus, I don't need it because I need to be your friend. I don't need to be, you know, if somebody else is taking 20 minutes of my day that's 20 minutes left that I was able to give to you or to our household or something like that. Why is it that you only want to be friends with my female friends and not have the same interest in my male friends? Uh, I'm not, I'm not saying I wouldn't want to be friends with your male friends. Um, I'm saying don't open the door and just allow me to be friends with the male friends and not the female friends. That's what I'm saying. Don't open a door to one type of friendship and not the other because you want to keep it to yourself. What I'm saying is, is if you're gonna, if you're gonna take me as your wife, then and, and we're gonna do this, you know, before God in the right way, 
then then your friends, I think by default, should already become my friends. And if for some reason there's a line drawn between your female friends or a specific female friend, um, then I, I would take an issue with that. Well, I, I can I can dig that. I just think it's either everybody gonna be friends or ain't nobody gonna be friends. Well, ain't nobody gonna be friends because you know you gotta you gotta have interest. I'm not saying you know uh, that you're gonna be sitting up, you know, uh, chatting it up or chopping it up with with with, with my guys. But it's just going to be across the board, you know what I mean? And in relationships, people forget that, yes, we are married, but that does not close me off to the world. I think you're right. They close relationships off, other relationships off, but that doesn't necessarily close me off, per se. You know what I mean? I, I do. I do. And, and it, But here's what you have to understand about that, is the intentions of a person um, says a lot. So just because we're married doesn't mean that you're closed off to the world. No, you go out and you meet the world and greet the world and, you know, but when when you have, when you begin to develop um, new friendship with new ladies who haven't met your wife. Um, I think there's an issue because we're married, and who whoever befriends you befriends me by default because we're one. Um, and and while it didn't close you off to the world, it closed you off to the ability to have relationships with people of the opposite sex that, you know, um, that could open a door to be trouble for your marriage. What you don't want to do is, I mean, you can't prevent everything. Like, you know, you can't stop a lady from crushing on you. You can't stop a guy from crushing on you, what have you. Um, you. You can't control them. But what you can do is control your interaction with them so that you won't create problems for your household. I'll get that, and that makes, and that makes perfectly good sense. When you think about um, how things are played nowadays, you tend we tend to forget that in becoming in becoming one, that you are essentially merging. It's, it's now a merger. You become one. It's, it's no longer really uh, two separate entities. But in be Becoming, I don't personally believe that your friends become my friends. My friends don't become your friends. However, everybody 
will be respected accordingly. You know what I mean? I'm not willing to put uh, my my relationship, my marriage, into any type of situation because of an old flame. Now, old friend is different, but flame is is what we're talking about here. Does that make sense? Uh, yes, it does. So, when 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 you get married and you have friends, um, you know, from childhood, the neighborhood friends, or, or what have you, and they come to the wedding. Okay, at that point, they become a part of our life going forward. So while you all may have the the remember when times, um, now your conversations that you have, even if even if they don't have conversations with me per se, but the conversations that you have are inclusive of your current life in your current situation and there's an openness about your to an extent there's an openness to your friendship about your marriage to your wife to where you you know um to where you I guess make it known um who your wife is and you make it known of the level of respect that you all have for each other. And there's also, in turn, an openness to your wife about the type of relationship that you have with such friends. For the friends, now this is just for me, for for the friends that were not at at the wedding or invited to the wedding or, you know, to me, they're not as important. So if not saying that your your loyalty to that friend diminishes at all, but contact with that friend may not be what it used to be. Probably shouldn't be what it used to be. Um, that's just my thoughts. I get that, and you're absolutely right. It's it's not, um, it shouldn't be what it what it used to be, but especially and more so if it's um, if it was a if it was a um, some type of entanglement there. No, it shouldn't. But if it's just a simple, you can't, you don't, I mean, truthfully, me personally, I don't know if somebody has a crush on me. That's not my, not my thing. I'm not a, I'm not a, a detective or an investigator, you know. The moment they come out forthright, then it'll be addressed as such. But what I'm not going to do is, 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 uh, sit here and, you knew this. No, no, I didn't because it was never, never said. You know what I mean? 
you can pick up on anything or alleged anything that you want. But until something is actually said, it's nothing but an allegation. If that makes sense. I mean, I know it seems a little naive, but as a man, it's just, it's just that simple. Especially for me. I can see what you're saying, and, and, and you know, um, I don't necessarily disagree with that. However, um, there there are, are some um, women who are better at manipulating than others, and um, when when you sometimes when you're married, women who hit on you aren't going to be forthcoming because they're trying to test you out or feel you out. Um, for me personally, it's better if you just don't even open that door. Um, especially again, if it's a new, you know, it's an it's a new relationship. So if you, for, for me, if you out looking and 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 you cool with obtaining as many you know friendships as you can get, you know, and and you want to expand your circle of friends, um, and. If you're a man expanding your your circle of friends amongst women, and if you're a woman expanding your circle of friends against, uh, I mean, for, with men, then you you need to rethink marriage right now because I think that um, when you're in a marriage, if you're expanding your 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 personal circle outside of your marriage, then you're looking to have problems in your marriage because I do not believe that it's I cannot believe that it's possible to expand friendships or your circle of friends and and the lines not get blurred by one or the other. It's easy for someone being on the outside looking in to say she got a thing for you, he got a thing for you, um, because if you're in it and you don't look at her that way, then the last thing that you want to think about is her looking at you in that way. It's like, man, nah, I wouldn't even, you know, so the, it's going to be the furthest thing from your mind. But if I'm on the outside and I'm looking in, it's like, yeah, already, you know, like, uh, she's too comfortable. You know, like she, you know, she's pushing her limits. You know that that's something that's something whole different right there. Um, for me, I, shouldn't no random ass chick be texting you saying, "Hey, I'm just checking in on you today." It's not her business. That's my job. That's me. I'm here. Hey, babe, how's your day? How you know, like, how was your day? You know what I'm saying? So, um, expanding your circle. Um, when you're already in a marriage, that's trouble. You, that's just my, that's just my thought. It could be, you know, I could be totally off base for some people, but that's just how I operate. Well, that's your thoughts, and that's and that's what it is, and that's and that's fine. We can't we can't say that anybody's wrong for thinking the way that they're thinking. They're thinking. We're just trying to bring some perspective to situations. Mm-hmm. That's it. Again, you're not wrong. 
we're just simply trying to figure out uh, who and 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 how we how we get this rectified. Because if not, there'll be problems amongst problems. Mhm. And then I think that you know, on on the flip side of that. Excuse me. If you're married to a woman or to a man who is okay with you expanding that circle, then you do what works for you in your marriage. I think the conversation has to be had and the understanding has to be um, crystal clear so that, excuse me, so that, you know, um, the intent is, is. Execute it properly So if if it is your intent To go out here and meet Acquaintances so that You could have I don't know um, You know build your client base That you have a whole Different purpose in mind you're not looking for Friends you're looking for acquaintances Or you're looking for people who can help Build your business Okay that's the strategic business move That's not a problem Um Again, you know, if you're out here looking for for people to, if you're a photographer and you're out here and you're looking for, you know, people to to take pictures and um, be somewhat of of a model for for your work, then that's different. You know, you have to have all different. You have to be able to photograph different types of people for that purpose. So I think that you know you have to have the conversation with your other half about the intent and the goal and the purpose of these, you know, new relationships that are taking place or in the purpose of, of keeping the old ones. Because just because you are friends with somebody at 12 don't mean you need to be their friend at, at you know, at 38 you know, or 40 or what have you. That, you know, like, okay, so y'all are friends at 12, which I got in common now, you know. So, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, not everybody is meant um, to bring along in your marriage. And 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 truthfully speaking, I think that that's the problem with some marriages is that, you know, we, we get married, but we want to bring everybody else in on our marriage too. Well, my marriage is to you. It ain't, it's, it's not to all the people you know or the people you knew. And your marriage to me isn't to all the people I know or the people I knew. It's to me. So at the end of the day, I got to go to bed with you. You got to go to bed with me. Like friends and all that other stuff, for me, that's that's not really that important. You know, it's definitely not more important than what I have with you. Or excuse me, with you. you know, it's not a, it's not more important than, you know, like after a certain hour, my phone will only ring if if my dad calls, if and or or our boys, which they they they're in the house sleep, or you. So there's there's only three three people that can call my phone after nine o'clock, and and it will actually ring for it. Everybody else goes straight to. You know, it'll it'll be a missed call. Um, why? Because there's nothing in this world more important than what's beside me. 
so you know to to each his own for for what works for them but but for me personally that's just that's just what it is um you know i I think that the game it you know the the waters get a little too muddy when we try to string along old acquaintances and meet new acquaintances. I can dig that. You got to just remember that <clears throat> when, when you have those conversations in the beginning, in the very beginning, expectations have to be established because if they're not established, then like you said, the waters become become very murky and it can be more of a of a detriment than anything else. You know, um, one of the problems that I, I do hear all the time is, you know, essentially, and it's, and it's usually the same sex frames, you know, I don't trust her, I don't like her, or whatever the case may be when referring to the significant other and her friend. That has to be established because if I don't trust her and you're kicking it with her, then I mean, nine times out of ten, my trust for you that's starting to diminish. Would you agree with that? I I, I want to make sure. So so you're saying if if I'm if I'm with my friend and I'm saying that I don't trust her. No, as as the husband saying that he don't trust the friend. The friend of the wife. Yes. Mhm. And and you and you're kicking it with her. Nine times out of ten, it's going to be one of those things where, because I don't trust her, and you're kicking it with her, it's going to be a situation where now, I'm trusting you even less. Yeah, of course. Of course it is. Um. You know, it, of course, and. and For me personally, if you know, if if you show a lack of trust or any concern about, um, you know, I was gonna say my friend, <laughs> my one friend, then you know it's I, I pull back. You know, um, obviously I want to have a discussion. I want you to tell me so that. I can kind of, you know, let you know, like, what it is, because it may be something that she's been through, you know, or something like that. You never know, you know, if something is rubbing you the wrong way, then I want you to talk to me about it, because it may be cleared up with a simple conversation. Oh, she's like that because, you know, whatever the case may be. But my my point is, is um, if, the friend that I have bothers you um, and it will affect your trust for me or our relationship in any capacity, then then I'd want to know. You know, again, um, I I think that, that oftentimes we like to put other things before our marriage and or try to include them and, and bring them along with 
Um, and, and that's not where it's supposed to be. You know? Right. So, again, even in that, you, you find yourself <clears throat> having to have conversations after the fact. If we had the conversation beforehand, we we shouldn't have to come back down this road. An understanding should be established. You should have known who you were marrying from the beginning. And if that wasn't the case, then, you know, maybe you guys shouldn't have gone down that road. If you know I have fraternal ties and we have a, a sister organization that's connected to us, you, you knew that from the beginning. So if we have a meeting and I'm part of this social organization, I don't suspect there would be an issue because you knew who you was marrying from the beginning. Now, the only time there would be an issue is if there's been a trust issue and here we are. When I get put on my uniform to go, there's an argument. And and even even in that, it's 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 still about it's still about keeping each other abreast of, of the things that's happening. Okay, so um you know, for instance, you in, in your profession, you you deal with women and men. Okay, you deal with with single women as well as married women. Okay, there may be situation where one of your single clients wants to book an appointment and and she picks up the phone and calls you. Does that piss me off? No. Does that make me not trust you? No. There may be a situation where a single woman texts you. Does that make me not trust you? No. Does that piss me off? No. That is your business. Um, I, as, as long as, as, as I trust God and that you are representing God yourself and us um in the way that you the way that you do and and that the conversations that's happening between you and the single client folk um are happening during the appropriate business hours, then no, I don't have issues with that um, I would however have an issue if your your client um thought it was okay to to text or or call at 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 this hour or you know or later um I would have an issue if that client thought it was okay to call to have a random conversation with you. I would have an issue if you know that client thought it was okay to invite you to her home so that you can counsel her son um you know, like I would have issues with those types of things, um, especially if, you know, there hadn't been a conversation between you and I, you know, about even if, if the kid is troubled, you know, this kid is troubled, this, that, and the third, okay, okay, then I think that we would find a way to deal with that and offer the help, offer the help in an appropriate manner so that, um, the lines don't get blurred. See, for me, I know everything or every trouble or every 
issue in a marriage can't be prevented, but I'm all for preventing stuff that we create unknowingly. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, even for folks that I work with, like they don't, they don't have um, my well. Some of them do because I work from home, but um, most of the people that I work with don't have my personal cell phone number. And for those who do, know to only use it if it is business hours and I had to step away from my desk to do whatever I needed to, to do. Um, or my, for some reason, my Skype isn't working. Um, but if, if I had a colleague call me at 10 o'clock at this hour, then before you had to say anything, like, I I would say something, you know, um, because it's disrespectful. It's, it's disrespectful not, on, not only to me, but to you. You see what I'm saying? Um so those are the things that, you know, I would have an issue with, and those are some of the things that I'd, I'd like to honestly have conversations about before a door is open to cause issues. And that makes sense. Let's say this time to introduce Pastor to the line. Good evening. Good evening, sir. How are you? Um. You know me, man. Okay. Although it may sound like it's trouble, there's no trouble. <laughs> okay, I just chimed in. So, yeah. so we're talking about friends, and we're talking about once you, your situation has changed, how should your friends address, adjust? Or be addressed. And Miss Quick was saying how um, essentially your friends become my friends, you know, uh, my friends become your friends, and especially if there's nothing to hide, you know, to keep the trust value in play or intact, excuse me, that type of thing. And I'm saying, you know, I agree with that. However, if we all, like, my friends are my friends, you got to trust me to know that I'm not going to, We. that's all it is. You know what I mean? Because I may be oblivious to the fact that there's a crush. I don't know. I'm looking for that. Me personally. But at the end of the day, it's about making your your significant other to just to catch you up. And and even okay. in saying that, like you said, uh sorry, sorry, Pastor. Um, but like you said, you said that you are oblivious. So you have to think about it. Like you would be you would be oblivious to a woman who's crushing on you or to a woman who's looking at you in a certain way because you're not looking at her. Um, in the same situation, your your wife or or your significant other can be oblivious to a guy that's hitting on her, whereas you would look at him and you would be able to tell in a New York minute that he's hot on your wife. She may not see that, but you would be able to see it. So the same thing goes for women. Like, I can look at a woman and tell just by the way she look at you what her thoughts are. 
I I can hear I can hear a female even mention your name, and by the way that she says your name, I already know what it is. You may not, because you may not, because you're not looking at her that way. But see, I'm a woman looking at another woman, watch my husband or talk to my husband. So I'm looking, and I'm not nitpicking, but I'm looking. I'm I'm fully attentive, and that you would be the same if it were me. So I think that that's that's one difference or, you know, one aspect of, of when it comes to uh, being friends with someone of the opposite sex. There we go. Pastor, now you've been caught up. <clears throat> now, I'm confused because I'm trying to figure are we talking about marriage? Are we talking about dating? Are you talking about a, you know, this some some of the same rules apply, but when you know there are some rules that are different. You know, first of all, you know I have to take my uh, charge from what I do believe in, which is you know the Bible, and it it tells us all. First of all, that don't be unequally yoked. So when you talk about change, I don't know if you just you were single and. The change is, is marriage. I don't know if you're talking about, you know, it just depends on what that entails because, you know, whenever change has to occur, usually it's more than just one area of your life, you know. If you're trying to become a multi-billionaire, you can't, you know, keep hanging around folk that's got a $10 mentality. you gotta, you got to make a change. Uh, so I don't know what... I guess you say aspect of friendship that you're talking about. Is this somebody that's going to help you get where you're going? Is this somebody that's going to respect your marriage? Is this somebody that's going to respect you? Or is this just just somebody's hanging on? So y'all, y'all well, got to give us some more information. In this regard, we're talking first. This this week we're talking about your situation has changed. You you gotten married. So now that's what we're talking about. As you're now husband and wife, and you have these friends from pre-marital friends. You have pre-marital friends. Okay, but still, you know, the vows that you take are the vows that I would give you. Include the words, um, "You leave mother and father and cleave to your spouse." Okay, so if I'm going to leave mother and father and cleave to my spouse, why am I going to keep holding on to somebody? You know what I'm saying? Unless they're where we are. We've got to be equally yoked. We've got to have something, you know, in common. We've got to have something, you know, and again, I guess you've got to define the word friend. If it's just somebody you've been knowing and they're it's going to be a casual See you once a year, okay, that's one thing But somebody's going to be, you know, in your stuff Right there with you They ride or die with you You have to be careful with that You you really have to be um, Careful with you And I think that what we have to do is uh, Re-examine ourselves on a regular basis You know, and find out Okay, who's with me Because everybody that um, Was with you May not be able to ride with you you know, further on, I, I don't, I don't know. It just depends on the relationship. Again, you know, there's people 
there's a guy I went to college with, and um, best man in his wedding, uh, great guy, you know, really, really, really great guy. But once I got married, okay, he married first, but of course he divorced and went back out to doing his thing, seeing women and doing all these things. Well, then I got married. Well, he wanted to come and just hang out and let me crash at your crib and all that. Now, if you ain't got nowhere to sleep, you know, I, I can help you out. But just hanging out, you know, me and you still boys, and we still running around trying to shoot ball now. We, we're not going to do that. I'm not going to lose what God has blessed me with, uh, with trying to hold on to something I had. Sometimes you got to graduate. Sometimes you got to move on, you know. And some friends you got to make sure that they're what I call class reunion friends. You see them once a year <laughs> or whatever. But, again, if you're talking about a ride of that person, somebody that you're in covenant with, somebody that's supposed to be in your life, then, yeah, you, that, that person has to go on with you. So it just depends on how you define that person. It depends on what that person means um, in your life. Because sometimes to get where you want to be or where God wants you to be, you know, part of the process is, Shaking the dust from on your feet and going on, you have you don't have to hate them, you don't even have to be angry with them. It's just I gotta, I got somewhere to be and I gotta be about it. And you're you're, you know, you're a hindrance right now. So again, it just depends on, you know, how you're doing it. Because now that you're married, if it says don't be unequally yoked, and my mind is on my marriage, and my mind is on uh, having a successful family. And then you've been together, and all we like to do is hang out and, you know, uh, smoke and have a good time and all that. And you know what? I gotta limit my, I gotta limit my time with you. I gotta do that because, I mean, am I moving forward or backwards? So, yeah, they can go with me, but they gotta be with me. They gotta understand what I'm been called to do. They gotta be, uh, yeah, the Bible said, equally yoked with me. You know, I can't. Right. Well, let me just hear what y'all are talking about, because I, I don't want to go too far out here. No, you're actually you're not. You're you're on key from what what you're saying, and and I guess that's the part that that we forget about. You know, when we do when we do say I do. Um, I guess all our we're not talking about ideas. We're just simply talking about simple friends. Uh, in in that regard, that's it. It's not about anybody, you know. Uh, y'all had a previous dealing or anything like that, because I'm sure that goes without saying that that's 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 a wrap. Okay. I just know, you know, like Miss Quick was saying, you know, um, when it. I'm sorry, Ms. Quick, go ahead and explain your position. I, I don't want to speak for you. Uh, so so for, for my position, when it comes to, like, when it comes to, to marriage, because we were talking about, you know, having friends um, and, and you get married, what, what happens to your friends? Do you, um, I think we posed a question as, do, we're not cut off from the world, um, so why can't we have friends? But my position on that was 
you know, when when me and my husband got married, you know, I had one friend. She was at the wedding. You know, everybody else was family. But um, and she's now family. But my point was is if if I'm going to say I do to you and I'm going to be your wife, then I'm opening up my life to everything. Like my family is your family. My friends are your friends. Even the ones who, you know, like I have, I guess you can call them friends. By now they're probably acquaintances. But, you know, that I check in on from time to time and they check in on me. Um, And I only have, you know, one friend that actually – came to the wedding, and again, now she's family, but I told him he has access to like, the friends that I had, the friends that mattered before our wedding, right? And um, so we were we were saying that just that, you know, and then even for the friends, we talked about um, married couple getting friends or increasing their circle of friends um, outside of their marriage, you know, like the man increasing his circle um, of of women friends and the woman increasing her circle of male friends outside of the marriage. Is that acceptable? Um, My position on that is no. My position, point blank, plain and simple, is if you have a friend that cannot be my friend, then she shouldn't be yours. You know, give me the option to, you know, if you have a friend that has to be involved or has, you know, she's your ride or die and she just happened to be a female and it's been a completely platonic relationship, then I don't know what the issue is if, you know, she meets me, I meet her, and, you know, we become friends as well. Maybe not as close as you all. But to the to the point where she can, you know, if if y'all going out for dinner, then then I'm going too. Or if you go out for a drink, then I'm going too. You know, or if you go over to her house, then I'm going too. Um, again, I understand it may be completely platonic, and there's no trust or insecurity issues for me. But if she's a secret, um, then. I have a problem with that for me, just, you know, being in a marriage. And and early on in the conversation, we, we for, for the purpose, for all intent and purposes of this particular conversation, if you're not married, then you're single. So if you're, if, if you're not married and you have a circle of female friends and a circle of male friends, then, you know, hey, do what you do because for this conversation, you know, that, if you're not married, you're single. Um, you know, but again, you know, for being in a marriage, you know, I think that there are things that are acceptable. Um, like the the field that my husband is in, he deals with all types of, of people and, you know, even females who may be married, who may not be married. And even for the single females, they may call or text wanting an appointment. Okay, they, am I you know, looking at him cross-eyed and, and saying that he's cheating because of that? No, because that's that's business. Um, but on the flip side of that, I expect there to be boundaries. Like if there's a single female who thinks it's okay to call just to check in, then, okay, now i got a problem. If there's a single female who thinks it's okay to text at, you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night 
um, then I got a problem. If she's, you know, all in front of you, batting her eyes, trying to, you know, wanting you to make exceptions around the rule, then I have a problem because now she thinks she's special and, and nobody gets to think that. <laughs> um, or even if it's a single, you know, a single female who, you know, wants him, you know, could you could you come and talk to my son and this, that, and the third? And, well, you know, he and I need to have a conversation about the approach that he would take to mentor her son before he just get up and say, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come over and, you know, do his homework. Like, uh, no, you won't. Like, nah. I mean, that's just, now, again, that's just me because I have an issue with that. For me, don't even open the door for me to think that because I wouldn't, you know, like, like I told my husband, every every access to a, to a man that I have, he has. My, 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 my daddy, my brother, you know, my uncle, you know, and, and that's all family. Like, there's... There's no contact with any other male um, outside of him other than, you know, my nine-to-five job, and I complain about the <laughs> the males that I work with on a regular basis. He already know them by name, you know. So that's just the level of respect that I have for him. Um, and in, in turn, I expect that same level. There you go. Oh, you're talking to me now. Yeah, yeah there you go. Hey, the floor is yours if you want it. Well, I mean, I, I listened every this 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 four things. Well, really three things. First of all, every marriage. See, this, this, the reason I'm not saying anything is because I'm trying to stay with the topic and stay with the friends, but I'm keep I keep. Seem like I'm being pushed towards addressing marriage, um, you know. So I, I I don't know exactly which angle to take, but I will say that concerning marriage, you know, there has to be some boundaries. I mean, there, there just has to be some boundaries, and they have to be established by the both of you. You know, I, obviously God established boundaries. That's why I told them, don't eat from this tree. But in other words. You can go here, 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 do this, that, and this, but don't touch that. And so in your marriage, there has to be some boundaries, and you guys have to sit down. and um, Not you guys, but somebody in a situation has to sit down and uh, identify those. And just using you two for as an example, okay, you can cut in the shop all day long. You could do whatever, whatever in public places, but these private cuts at this private house, just because no, nah, that ain't happening. That's that's uh it's sending the wrong signals, sending the wrong message. Um and uh in other words that's that's a boundary right there. And then the other thing is this, you know, uh when folk get married, uh, one of the things that I've added over the last couple of years is just some things what I call um, you know, just 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 just, just some areas where uh I just won't put up with this. Miss Quick said, "I'm not doing this." In other words, she she just said, "This is not going to." I call them deal breakers. And this is not going to happen. And I think that if a couple sits down and you know makes that known, you know, okay, I'm not going to allow. I don't know, um, cursing in my house. Well, if that's a deal breaker for you, then you need to establish that. 
In other words, one of the things that destroys couples is a lack of communication. And when you don't communicate it, and then when these things do happen, now it becomes a major issue. And it should have been discussed ahead of time. Everything should be brought out in the open. Uh, another thing that I like to do uh, before a couple gets married now is for them to exchange cell phones and just literally go through and say, okay, who is Umbutu? Who is, you know, Umfufu? Who is that? What, 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 why are they in there? Who is that? You know, and just to see, you know, okay, am I in agreement with this? What's their purpose in their lives? And all of that. And, uh, You'll be surprised at how many uh, folks struggle with that. I mean, they 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 have a major struggle with that. Miss Quick says, "Well, all the guys in my life, you know, you know about them, their family, their coworkers, or whatever, whatever, whatever." Well, if there's some that you have that Miss Quick is not aware of, you could very easily say it's a client, and Miss Quick probably because she has that intuition thing working. Will say no. <clears throat> I can tell how she schedules her appointments. You know that. Uh, you know she's more than a client. She always schedules her appointments late, late, late in the day when ain't nobody else gonna be there. Every time she comes in, she's got perfume on, whatever, whatever. In other words, you just gotta be. Man, you gotta be. You gotta be diligent. You gotta be open. You gotta communicate. And when you don't communicate, marriage is headed for. An issue. I mean, uh, communication, finances, and sex. That's three things that will kill a marriage quickly. Quickly, quickly, quickly. So, again, I'm trying not to talk about marriage, but it's almost impossible not to talk about it. And, um, you know, so when I say communication will kill it, not just the communication between the husband and wife or the lack of communication, but the communication of the wife to a the wrong type of friend, or communication between the husband and the wrong type of friend. So, again, I'm I'm on a little slippery slope out here, and I don't want to point somebody in the wrong direction because there are people that's, that's um, out here that's not married. And, you know, for me, I think all of us should evaluate our friendships, you know, at least once a year. Okay, do I need to let this joker in as close as he is mm-hmm. or – I'm trying to, you know, go somewhere in my life or, you know, this guy, he's in here just to make me laugh. He, this one serves a purpose. This one motivates me. This one is one of my go-to guys for this or that. You'll be surprised how many people you have in there that you're just carrying their weight. That's all you are. You're just wow. simply carrying their weight. So uh, everybody, I think, need to evaluate friendships uh, this year alone, early this year. I think I found out at the end of last year. I'm not certain, but I know in January I found out that I've got somebody in my life that I've been calling friend for, ooh, 20, 30 years, something like that. We have grown apart, and I wanted to keep it there because it's always been there. But here's the thing about it. I'm not breaking it up, nor is he, but God is. I'm literally having to make a choice. Do I want what God has for me? Or do I want to hold on to this, which will prevent me from getting it? Because he don't see what I see. He don't want what I want. He's happy. He would be happy for me. But at the same time, he's not going to help me get to where I need to be. But guess what? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta cut him. I gotta, I gotta cut him. 
And every time we talk, we got less and less really in common. We're talking about the past. And anybody that can only talk about my past, I definitely don't need this. I don't need mm-hmm. anybody to tell me, how did you make that shot when you was in the eighth grade? I don't know. I was 200 pounds lighter and, and didn't have no sense, I guess. You, 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 does that make sense to y'all? Mm-hmm. Listen to somebody talk. If all they're talking about is my past, I don't have a whole lot of time for them. If they're giving me mm-hmm. a testimony saying, remember when we used to do this, that's cool. But all you talk about is the past. All you do, you know, you got throwback, wear throwback jerseys and have throwback conversations. To me, that, mm. that's not, you got to at least be beside me or slightly ahead of me motivating me. But I, I got mm. the Bible says if you hang around foolish people, you'll be foolish. If you hang around the wise, mm-hmm. you'll be wise. But somebody's just hanging on because they've always been there. Nah, we'll see you at the reunion. We'll see you at the reunion. Mm. I'm not better than you, but nah, I, I got to go on. I got to do me now. So I don't know, man. I guess everybody's got their own idea about this thing, but I, I and I want to blossom. I want to grow. I want to get somewhere, and everybody's not willing to jump on that flight with you. Mm-hmm. No, they're not, and that's the reason why you definitely have to let them go and and leave them where they're at. Yeah. The whole thing about it is the whole thing about it is I'm very mindful personally that once we we got married, it's this is where it is. The problem comes where uh, one can't seem to let's 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 have a conversation beforehand. So when we get here, we'll be good. Versus we just kind of playing it by ear, if you will. That's where it becomes shaky. My whole thing has been since the beginning, let's have a conversation. Let's have a conversation. Well, definitely so. I mean, the more you can, um, you know, plan for and prepare for early on, that 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 eliminates a lot of this. You know, you don't wait for the problem to, you know, you don't wait to start running to get the umbrella. You know, you got to talk about this thing ahead of time. You got to say, hey, look, you know, my family and I, we're going to grow, and I know that. And with that being understood, you know, I'm not going to let anything separate us from where we're going. You know, it's like my relationship with God. Okay, I'll say, I'm not going to let anything separate me from the love of God. Well, if I got this guy that I'm hanging, you know, calling myself a friend with, and he's just his prankster. He's a, you know, good guy. He really is. But He's just praying, so he just always keeps something going. Man, you remember when we uh, threw that garbage out while they was picking up garbage on the side of the road, and we dumped it out right beside him and kept right. Yeah, dude, I, I remember that, man. I I was stupid, man. I shouldn't have done that, but I do remember it. You know, he's still playing silly games, man. I don't have time for that foolishness like that. I don't have time for, you know, when I say games like that, not that's the same thing, but it, I, I just, you know, and, 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 you know, my wife and I, okay, if we've had that conversation, then she and I don't have to fight about it now. She knows, okay, we're trying to get to point Z, and this is a roadblock right here. 
this is a hindrance, and I don't know how you're going to handle it, but I trust that you're not going to allow it to stop us, you know. And um, a lot of times we say, look, I've been with this dude forever. I know people that say, no, I knew them before I knew my spouse. They, they ain't going nowhere. That's an idiot right there. That's a flat-out idiot right there. The Bible even tells you when I was a child, I thought of a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. And some relationships are just childish, and they have to be put away. So really, before you say I do, there's a lot of conversation that needs to be had. There's a lot of uh, understanding that needs to be um, literally um, discussed. You can't sit there and wait for it to happen. you got to, okay, what are we going to do about uh, you know, these friends, you know, the plans that you and your wife are making, you know, uh, nah, man, <laughs> he's not a, he's not necessarily a part of it. And if he is, he's a limited partner. He's not a, he's not inside you. You know, he's not in there with, um, uh, you know, what you and, 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 and your kids and your wife are doing. You're going to get there. You're going to get there. And this guy, a lot of times they just, hey man, you we always been there. Yeah, okay, we've been there, and I'll still be there for you. But I am not going to hurt my family to help you. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. So I don't know, man. You you no, walk it up. No, no, no. I'm here. glad you said that. I'm I'm glad you said that. But again, you you assess that relationship in the in the beginning. You already knew. Yes. What it was gonna be once you and your you became a husband, you knew that it's it's time to kind of cut the clowns off unless we go into the circus of the family. That's the, that's the difference. That's that's the that's the difference. You know, when if my wife says, "Hey," uh, and she and she said something earlier during. Premarital, those are your friends. But during and post, per se, those are our friends. Well, anytime you get married, um, it, it, it goes like this, and the two shall become one. All right. So, uh, if if Miss Quick has got an enemy. Whenever you marry Miss Quick, guess what? You just you you just took on an enemy. If Miss Quick had, guess what? You just took on debt. That's just the way that it is. That's just it comes with her. She she can't separate herself from you know from that you know. So you you inherited that, but you still need to know the extent of that relationship. And that's why you know in the premarital thing, you got to talk about. Uh, family and friends and relationships. Okay, um, everybody that's your family, they don't have a right to speak into my marriage. They don't have a right to, you know, interfere. You know, you got to let your friends be your friends, but your spouse be your spouse. And, and that's the thing about it. So uh, that's the thing. You, I mean, you inherit everything. I mean, if I listen, if if Miss Quick had a headache uh, when she said I do. Then guess what? On the honeymoon that night, she still got that same headache. Now it's gonna affect both of you. So the two are gonna become one. That's just the way that it is. So if you got some people 
that you have not cut loose yet, that's going to affect your marriage in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Now, please understand, there are people out there that can make your marriage better, that can enhance it. They really are. So, you know, I'm, I'm not downing anybody. I'm just saying that if the two are going to become one, where's their space for everybody else just to be intimate in there with them? They can, you know, have their time, their space. I don't have a problem with that. I think that's great. But, yeah, you just have to be careful. You just have to be careful because they'll throw at you right quick. Hey, quick, man, you changed, dude. You used to be, man, you don't you don't even roll like you used to roll, man. What's up with you? That that woman got you whipped, bro. Man, you changed, man. You used to be a road dog. Now, man, you like going in early and, you know, can't have talk to you at night and we have conversation, you know. You can't say 50 words without saying Miss Quick, you know. They, they, they throw that at you. And then the question is, how are you going to handle it then? You know, are you going to say, you know, uh, nah, man, we still good. Come on. And try to prove yourself, or are you going to say, nah, it's not like that. Laugh it off and keep going. Or are you going to say, hey, that's my hand, and she can pack as much as she want to pack. So you call me what you want to call me. You know, everybody's different. You know, some relationships just loose like that to where they can they, they play that game. I wouldn't advise it. I can't play so, my marriage. For me, I think that, and I'm going to let Ms. Quick answer from, from her perspective. One, I got to check it because that's, that's one thing you don't get to do. You are never, ever in all your days to mention her. Never. Friends or not. Never. The moment you say your wife, be prepared. Be prepared. And, and, Let's click on the line. You can ask me. I don't care if it's my grandma. I don't care who it is. <clears throat> you say your wife, you better be ready. So that's that's first and foremost. Those, I don't care what you say, you know, damn dog, like, you don't kick it like we used to. No, I mean, you know, priorities have changed, you know. And you kind of leave it at that or, but the moment you say, man, your wife, hold up, my nigga, what you said? You dig? Because <laughs> it, it, a level of real has oh, come about. I don't, it doesn't matter who it is. Who it is. You can say Miss Quick. You can address her with some respect. But the moment you make it personal when you say your wife, oh, okay, <laughs> I'm going off of your shit. Because you now, now you've made it personal. I don't care if you be like, boy, you better talk about them beans. Boy, them beans are so good. <laughs> you better not say, man, your wife can cook. Or, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, listen, you better you better choose your words wisely. But that that right there is is indicative of how the ship has changed, right? The ship has, has yeah. went from my dog to my true ride or die. You dig? Yes, sir. Miss Quick, what's your thoughts on that? Your turn. Um, gosh, we've said we've said a whole lot, but um, I think one thing that that Pastor said is that that I agree with is you got to be careful, and I think I mentioned a little bit about it earlier. But you know, you have to be careful about who you bring into your marriage, and the one thing that 
I guess I hadn't I hadn't thought of is evaluating those you know those friendships regularly to make sure that you know if they not you know if they're not contributing um, not not just contributing problems but if they're not contributing positive um, energy to to your marriage then you know you you may want to think twice about it. Um, Gosh, it's it's a whole lot, but I think you know that you came in dead on the right track. I mean, we there's there's obviously a lot we can say about friends in general and relationships, but I think um, specifically when it comes to marriages, because we were having a conversation um, with with our oldest, and the and unfortunately. Nowadays, there's not. I mean, there there are examples of marriage, but there there's not um, enough examples of the the I guess the the godly marriage or the marriage with a sense of loyalty to one another. Um, you know, you got people who get married for a fad. You know, they they get married because it's the end thing to do, and then and then you you know all these cheating scandals and different things. So there's not enough good examples out there for the young people to really understand that marriage is an added benefit. It doesn't take away. It adds to your life. Um, so that's how we got to the conversation in the first place about marriage and and just having friends outside of marriage. So um, I just wanted to touch on that because I think that, you know, you – you jumped right in on the conversation um, where we need to be speaking about marriages. And um, truthfully, that's what that's what it, that's where it comes in as far as the loyalty. We we or oh, we forget that part. We forget who we're or we're not being mindful of actually who we're loyal to. You know what we did when we were young. We we claim the same thing or or through the same signs. That's cool. But now that we're we we graduated, I'm loyal to to a different direction. I'm loyal to the to the same last name. That's what people forget. But again, it all failed because they don't have the communication of the expectations in the beginning. I'm sorry, Miss. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, you know, the, the conversations have to be had in the beginning, and and then it, it constantly will evolve, right? Because um, life changes, so you know those conversations. I think they have to be revisited, you know, um, every once in a while. And um, even in in talking about you know just having friends or or even because you're going to meet new people. Um, but those discussions, who better to to discuss, you know, you've met a new someone than with your wife or with your husband. You know, let me tell you about this lady I met or, you know, let me tell you about this guy I met and, you know, he, he does this or, you know, like especially if, if they can contribute or you can contribute in such a way to where life can be better. Um, not just for for you and your wife, but 
you know, whether it's a joint effort to, you know, give or serve in the community or, you know, new business, um, no one will ever complain about that, but um, you never really know. But those conversations should be shared with, with your spouse, not, you know, with the the friends that, that you had. I think that so often these conversations don't get had at the beginning of the, of the relationship or at the beginning stages of getting to know each other before you get married that then when you encounter a situation, you know, it, it falls apart because you, you don't know how to tell your husband that you have an issue with him, you know, texting other women or, you know, vice versa. Um, you know, like like you said earlier, Pastor, like it's it's a challenge for these young folks to, you know, go through their phone and explain why they have certain contacts. You know, um, and, you know, again, like I said earlier, you know, for me, there, there there's nothing more important in this world than, you know, what's beside me, you know, and, 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 you know, our kids in our household, there's, there's only three people that my phone will ring for after nine o'clock at night. Everybody else um, will go to voicemail or to just be a missed call, you know, and, and um, so I think that in, when you come upon marriage or, um, a significant other that you're going to spend your life with, then take the evaluation of your friendships with others very seriously. Um, and and if if it's someone in your phone that can't be a friend of your wife after you're married, then then delete her. You know, if she's that important to you. Um, if your wife is that important to you or your wife-to-be is that important to you, then no challenge that, that's put in front of you should matter. You know, you should only want to pass the, the test of, you know, this, this woman being your wife. Pastor, I agree. Right? When we, uh, when me and Miss Quick first got together and I told her that I was traveling, yeah, I asked her, do you, do you want to be a part? She was like, no, that's not my thing. Not right now. All right, cool. She didn't say, you can't. You know what I mean? It was still a respect thing. Right. But because I knew all my obligations, mm-hmm. I wanted her to be a part as well, just so she could, could see how it goes and, and all that good stuff. Right. That's but again, you get, you, again, you guys I mean, are due to her to both. I'm sorry? No, no, I'm saying, but you guys are, were talking before. You were not talking. You know, it's, it, it's uh, there's, there's two things. You can discuss it or you can fight over it. And you're not going to fight over it before it happens, but if it happens, you know, and you haven't discussed it, you're probably going to fight over it. So that's the thing uh-huh. about it. At least, you know, you 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 got it up out out front. Hey, look, here it is. This is this is this or whatever. And now you've given her an option 
uh, and an explanation and an opportunity or whatever. But it's out in the open now. It's out in the open now. See, one of the things that, that, that we don't, we're not talking about is secrecy. I mean, you you know, just, just secrecy. I mean, what, you know, what do you need to hide something from your spouse for? What, what, what do you, I mean, what, what's that all, all about? One of the couples that I'm dealing with right now, uh, when they did the little phone challenge thing, uh, they got to this. They had a few people in there. It wasn't a lot, but it was a, a few. It was one in particular. The guy had, uh, you know, numbers for everybody else. So when this certain girl, you know, her number rang or whatever, her picture was on there. And the wife was like, no, the wife to be like, why is that there? No, I'm not going. And he was like, no, nah, it's always been that way. I just. I just never take took it off, and she said, well, "Why don't you take it off?" And he was like, "You know, for what? I mean, it don't mean that. Why not just leave it?" She said, "Well, just I just don't think it should be there if she's not special." And I mean, they got in a pretty much a knockdown drag out over it. And I asked him, "I said, man, do you do you love your some spouse to be?" He said, "Yeah." I said, "Would you do anything to hurt her?" He said, "No." I said, "Well, that picture's hurting her, so why don't you remove that?" Why why do you have to have it there? And even after, you know, we discussed it, he still did not want to remove And this is not a sister or a mom or anything. This is a, a, a significant other or used to be. And so when it rings, he goes, you know, comes to the side, you know, to, to talk to her or whatever and, and all of that. And, you know, like I told him, I said, brother, you, 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 it's not gonna last like that. It's just not, you know. You leaving it to where her mind can just run away with her, whether anything's going on or not. And uh, his thing was, and this is how young he is, in in his mind at least. Well, one of the reasons I want to leave it there is to prove. I want her to prove to me that she trusts me. I want her to know that I won't do anything. And I, no, man, you ain't gonna come up with no mind game like that. I'm gonna use this to prove that. Uh, yeah, no, brother, who you, who you, who you talking to? You know, so people play games like that. There are other people that social media is really wreaking havoc because you know you go in there and you check and see, okay, all the likes that this husband has is ninety percent women. All right, and then he comes back and says, well, you know. Um, you don't follow another dude. I mean, that's just don't make sense. So, you know, I just got women that follow me, you know. And so what are you saying to these women? You know, what what are the comments and all of this? He enjoys the the back and forth banter. You know, he's like, oh, it's, just, it's just talk. I said, nah, let me give you another word. It's called right. flirting. Yeah, you, you're flirting, brother. You, you, you know, you, you want to. You want her, but you want to keep doing what you're doing, and uh, and he's really struggling with that thing. He don't see a reason, you know. I've known these people, you know, forever. They've never been a problem. Why now? Well, because you ask her to marry you, she don't have a right. Mm-hmm. To you. you know what? You know, do this, that, and other. Y'all just dating. You that's your phone. But now, no, she don't want to share her time with you. You've been talking to all these women all day long, 
And then now you're going to come over here and rub my leg and think, I'm, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, I think one of the you. worst things that, I'm sorry, husband, um, but I think one of the worst things that a man can do is to allow a woman <laughs> to interpret something. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, our minds will run away. So the last thing that a man ever wants to do is leave a gap for us to fill in. Because if we got to fill it in, then in my mind, shoot, I mean, in my mind, it's going to go like, not only is her, you know, you probably got some other pictures up in here or hidden somewhere too, or, or she got some pictures of you, you know? So it's, it's going to go, <laughs> I mean, it's going to go crazy when you, when you leave, because when you think about it, like we've had a conversation before, like we, women are emotional, you know? So, so I'm going to tie every negative emotion to that one instant naturally. And you're not showing me, or proven to me that you can be trusted, what you're doing is you're showing me that somebody else means more or just as much as I do. And you're showing me that I have to compete. And if I have to compete, I'm out. Now, that's just for me personally. But but that's what, you know, that's what I'm getting. You know, like, okay, so, so now you want me to compete. Like, if you, if you need all that, then you don't need me because I'm not competing. Um, but yeah, the last thing that a man ever wants to do is to let us interpret. So it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's if she asks you, if she say, "Well, where you been?" and 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 you got to stutter about it, it's too late. Too late. <laughs> we already our mind has already taken off, and you can't catch it. You know, it's it's gone. I think also one of the the, the most important part of that is. He's he's really not ready for marriage, right? Because you're still no. trying to seek validation and who you are or whatever from other other people. Your wife should be enough validation for you when it comes, and you should already have that before you become a husband. Because if you're not secure in that at the beginning, then you're not going to develop it as time goes. You're going to need other validation, and you're going to go out and try to prove yourself to be a man and end up doing it the wrong way and end up in trouble of some sort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. But to 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 Miss Quick point, we was having a conversation earlier about this, and just in that conversation, she had done went somewhere else. I'm like, wait, 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 hold on. See, see, you added all this other stuff to it, and it wasn't even, it wasn't even there. You know what I mean? You added all these hypotheticals, and you went all the mm-hmm. way to the other end. But that's what you're leaving the opportunity to happen. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I had a phone way back when it connected to your social media. So whenever you update something in your on your social media it updates on my phone. Like, if you update your picture, it automatically will update in the phone. And I was like, mm-hmm. what the hell? So I had to get rid of that, get rid of that phone, because 
I uh, I didn't know what what was going on. Then I realized that it was a social media, and I got rid of that. I'm I'm good, you know, especially um, to keep nonsense and and drama down, and and keep other doors from being open, especially ones that you personally can't close. Mhm. Pastor, I don't even have pictures of my mom in my phone. When she rang, it just said her name, bro. Well, you you said I do, right? <laughs> terrible. But, but my wife, terrible. But my wife picture, no. Yeah. And she the only one that rings way. home. God got this way of uh, revealing things, you know. I, I, that there may be such thing as a cheating husband, but he's a fool because you can't hide anything. <laughs> they know. They know. They. They know, man. But now, you know what? We it's time, honestly, and I, I'm all jokes aside. It's time for marriage to be sacred. I mean, honestly, if if, if you're gonna play games, stay single. If you mm-hmm. enjoy, you know, playing the field, stay single. That's there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Now, if you want to get married, and you know, that's a sacred. You know, literally, when you take the vows, it. Marriage supposed to represent the love that uh, Jesus had for the church. And guess what? He died for the church. So if you're not willing to, you know, <laughs> that's why these things are supposed to be for, to death do we part. So if you're not ready for, you know, commitment, if you're not ready for, you know, to, to settle in, just stay single. Just, just mm-hmm. stay single. You know, too many people... You know, um, they don't get married. They get a promise of, you know, sex anytime I want it. That, that's, that's, a lot of people do that. That's not what marriage is about at all, man. It's, it's supposed to be about growth. It's supposed to be about increase. It's supposed to be about, you know, it said that um, the, the, the wife's supposed to, you know, be that help me. When I say that help me, join those two together. And uh, there's a there's a song that was out a few years ago. I don't know who sang it, and I hated it because I don't like, you know, a lot of the music today. But I listened to some of the lyrics to it, and man, that thing hit home. And I had to preach about it. This is what the lyric says. It says, "I'm a movement by myself, but I'm a we're a force when we're together." I heard that man in some some hip hop lyrics, and I was like, man, that's it. And I've used that, you know, when I'm talking to couples. Because that's the way it's supposed to be. I'm a movement by myself, but we're a force when we're together. And that's the way it's supposed to be. You mess around and join thunder and lightning, boy, you got a storm on your hands. And that's the way it's supposed to be. You guys' marriage should be so strong until other folk either get envious to where, you know, they say, you know what, this makes no sense. I got to have a marriage like that. Or they just can't stand y'all and say, it ain't real. That thing's supposed to be real, man. It's supposed to be where, you know, you can laugh, you can, you can disagree and still love each other. You can, whatever y'all put your hands to, you know. Even when you get knocked down, you learn something from it, and it makes it better. It's you know we 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 can are minimized marriage. You know, it's a it's a covenant. It's a responsibility. It's a privilege. It's a joy. It's ordained of God. You know. 
And everybody don't have to get married. That's cool, you know. But if you're not going to talk to each other, if you're not going to work together, if you're not going to be faithful to each other, if you're not going to be an example to make other folk want to be married, then don't you get married. But, again, that goes back to the lack of saturation, Pastor, like I was just saying earlier. You don't want to see her with somebody who's going to make her happy, so you're going to slow down her progress by, you know, filling in. I hear you, brother. I hear you. And I hope nobody out there is confused uh, by what we're saying. Nobody's saying you can't have um, other relationships. It just has to be the right one. That's all. You need something that's going to enhance your marriage. Anything that's not going to enhance my marriage, I feel like that. And they're in my life. I feel like that's my assignment. I'm supposed to help them to get somewhere. But sometimes people are there mm-hmm. to help me. And so, you know, just because they're in your life, you say, well, why is this person still here? Well, maybe they're not supposed to be there for you to socialize. Maybe they're there for you to mentor. You know, because mm-hmm. one of the worst things you could do is to go and get marriage advice from a single person. I mean, sure my know. mother, I love her. My mother's older. I, you know, we just hung out together today. You know, I took her to get her little vaccine shot and all this stuff. And uh, and and God was good to me because I ain't killed on the way because she kept telling me I was feeding and I got mad. <laughs> That's another story. But anyway, you know, as much as I love my mom and as much experience as she has in so many things, she can tell me how to cook. She can tell me how to sew. She can tell me how to endure a hard time. She can do that. But she was only married for like, I don't know, four years, five years. You didn't give me marriage advice. I'm not going to take it from you. I'm not. You can tell me what the Bible has to say. But no, you your stuff didn't last. So I can learn from you, don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to, every time things get hard, run to my mom because what's the first thing she's going to say? Look, you can come home. Everything will be all right. I made it. You can make mm-hmm. it. No, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. need that. So you have to upgrade your relationship and say, I'm going to let my mom be my mom, but whoever's giving me marital advice, I'm going to make sure that, you know, that's their role in my life. So you do mm-hmm. have to upgrade your friendships and your relationships. Your mom and dad can't be your everything. Your grandma, though you love them, they can't. Your grandma ain't supposed to be your marriage counselor. You know, your best friend ain't supposed to be your ride or die. That should be your spouse. You know, we can ride Which in turn supposed to be the best friend, right? Yeah, there we go, brother. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you got if you got a best man if you got a best man at your wedding then that's cool, but when you go to the hotel after you get married, that joke ain't got ain't supposed to be in there with you. Y'all ain't that tight, you know, and that's what marriage is all about. You know, we make it about sex. It's about intimacy. It's about, you know, uh, y'all communicating, y'all exchanging thoughts, y'all putting your heads together. And before you know it, man, um, uh, we're forced to be reckoned with. That's the way it's supposed to be. That's the way it's supposed to be. But very few, very, very, very few um you know, see it that way. See it that mm-hmm. way. I've got um, I've got singles now in a singles ministry, and I ask them, you know, this is y'all's assignment. Tell me what kept 
Adam and Eve together. I just asked them that, you know, give me your idea. And some of them are saying, well, you know, um, there wasn't no other women, so he just stayed with her. And one of them said, well, because they were naked. And then some of them say, you know, just just all the time they had kids together. Just on and on and on. But they missed the whole point. And I'm not saying it's the only reason, but the main reason they were able to stay together is God God put them together. If God didn't put you together, Mm -hmm. then it's probably going to last anyway. So they're, they're, they're overthinking it. They're trying to, you know, and it's just that simple. They stayed together because God put them together. Plain and simple. So, you know, again, man, we just got to not redefine marriage. We got to go back to the standards. We, we, we've let somebody else define our standards when it comes to our friends, our relationships, our spouses. You know, we got to – we got to – Put that thing back in proper perspective because it it ain't working right now. You know, one of the things, and and um, I had <clears throat> I had to double back because uh, I started, you know, speeding up before Miss Quick was ready, and had to double back and, and because it had screwed up along the way. I was going too fast and the, and the the tires started shredding on the castle. So I had to uh had to <laughs> go back and, and we had she had to help me fix it and then we had to do it the right way. And once we did it the right way, only when we did it the right way is when it worked where it was supposed to. That's the part that you gotta realize once you get married. It's not gonna work any other way except nope. when you work together. Nope. And nope. that's in everything. So you are now my best friend. You are now my confidant. You are now my, you know, uh, co-conspirator, my fit co-fixer, whatever you want to call it, because that's exactly mm-hmm. the role that that you be playing. But people forget and think they're more loyal to. I had a uh, to family per se, uh, siblings and all this kind of stuff. I had a gentleman that I was talking to. And although he knows his brother getting mischief, he's getting out of the bed with his wife to go to his to aid his brother. Um, and leaving his family vulnerable. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Like, I'm legit getting frustrated trying to explain to him why that doesn't make sense. And he just couldn't get it. And I was like, okay, cool. Especially after this been time and time and time again, and you know y'all been in horrible situations, huh? Okay, cool. Now in my mind it was like this ain't gonna last long because if you about to get killed and your wife and your kids about to be husband and fatherless. But it was all a sacrifice for your brother, and I promise you, once something happened to you, your brother won't be there to support your family, but he just didn't get it. And that's the part that we're really trying to, trying to uh, really school people on right now is once you, once you do, uh, as old people say, jump the broom, now it's only one person that, that you really need that helps sweep it up, and that's your spouse. 
not your best friend, not your childhood friend, you know, your spouse. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm with you. And and you know, you you was you were talking about this guy. You can if you really just stand back and watch, you could see it from a mile. You like, yep, this is what's about to happen. You could see the 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 stuff about to hit the fan. It's just a matter of time. And some folks refuse to turn around. They better go ahead and, and do what they got to do, you know. But no, nah, I mean, you could turn it around. You. <laughs> You you gotta want it though. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta want it. You gotta work. You know you gotta put in. We stop working when it when you get married. That's when the work starts. But a lot of people stop working then. They work hard to get her or to get him either one, and they stop working hard to keep her. And uh, there was a song long before you and I. It's the same thing it took to get your baby. I'm take the same thing to keep her, and that's what we gotta mm-hmm. do. We gotta we got to continue to grind, brother. Got to continue to grind. Oh, absolutely. And in layman's terms, <clears throat> once you get your degree, you you figure you stop learning. But that's yes, where sir. learning really takes place because that's when yes, you start sir. applying what your yes, degree field is in. But you forget that. Now you got to get the degree required the book, but the, uh, <laughs> to implement the degree, that's what you call life right there. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Miss Quick, what's your thoughts? You don't got quiet on us. <laughs> I was thinking that's that on the job training. OJT for sure. Mhm. Yep. Do you agree with what what you've been hearing? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's you know, like like Pastor said, we gotta you know get back to where. Marriage is a sanctity, you know, and um, everybody gets so so caught up in the fairy tale, and 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 they get caught up in the detail and of the of the dress and the actual wedding that takes place. That nobody takes a moment to focus on the marriage, the union, and. Um, I guess I'm just a different kind of person because for me I never cared about all that. You know, like I don't you know, I don't I don't want the spotlight. I don't want people commenting about what I wear or you know, or you know, the 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 dress or the how many bridesmaids. I, I wanted you know, I wanted to marry you. Like whether, you know, somebody showed up or or not, you know, we had already decided. This thing here is going to be done. So, um, and I'm not saying that everybody has to have a mentality like that. I guess I'm just blessed, blessed enough to where um, I recognize that, that that God was in it and, you know, and um, had prepared me for it. Um, and even when, you know, we talked about it, trusting the, the, the other spouse, um, even when or even if there's a, a lack of trust or an insecurity, um, what you what you do have to remember is, is like Pastor said, what God put together, you know, let no man break it apart. I don't know if that's the right, the exact quotation, but I'm well, paraphrasing. So put us under. Um, put us under. Yeah, 
so when you know you go back to to Adam and Eve, and when he was asking the question, the funny thing I was thinking is like they're together because God said so. Like <laughs> I'm thinking that that's common sense, but the unfortunate part is that that if maybe if it's something that you hadn't experienced and you don't understand, um, that thought would never come to your mind. Um, so you know I think that if we somehow work and have conversations and talk and take the opportunities to pour into young people what marriage is really supposed to be about, then one couple at a time, you know, we'll start to to change the world, I guess. Um, But, again, it's we have to, I don't know, the, the outside influences, um, the social media type stuff, all the all the hype and um, like all that has to be cut loose, you know. My question would be, what what's going to happen when uh, when you guys can't have sex? That's that's the question, you know. Uh, yeah. Biblically, it, biblically it speaks of. The time when a woman body must cleanse. At that time, when, when she can't have sex, what are you going to do? Obviously, y'all have a base, y'all marriage on the communication, so that way, you know, you can still have a conversation and you can still be intimate without uh, physical contact or that type of situation. So, if if that part hasn't been established, then the marriage ain't gonna last long because at some point in everyone's life, it's gonna get to the point where your physical capability aren't gonna be where they was. True. Yes. Yes, sir. Goes back to um, you know we get married married off of potential instead of reality. Reality's gonna set in, and everything is heading south. Everything is heading everything. south. And yeah, everything is heading south. Then it's like, okay, that's that's the reality of it. Now what? You know. And if you just want to do some simple math, man, write down the word wedding, write down the word marriage, and see which one is longer, see which one is shorter. Mm-hmm. I promise you, the wedding is shorter because that's what it's supposed to be. Marriage is longer mm-hmm. because that's the way it's supposed to be. But we put mm-hmm. more emphasis. And spend more money on the marriage than we do on the wedding. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you you can invest in the in the in the marriage way before the wedding. You start talking about, you know what, you know this is how we want to operate. This is what what's required. If you spend more time planning the wedding than you do um, preparing for the marriage, you know you're not going through any type of marriage preparation. All you're doing is trying to buy the gown with the right lift and drift and all this other stuff. Man, that, that gown will be in the closet or in the somewhere before you know it. And that tux or whatever the dude may be wearing will be taken back. You know, it's just, I don't know, people invest. They want this beautiful day, but they don't want this beautiful life. So beautiful life. I just think it's just, um, this, this, this false sense of reality, I guess you would say. And then sometimes it's just chosen ignorance. I mean, you know, he's just, come on now. <laughs> you know, 
You got to put some work in this thing. And either you want it or you don't want it. <laughs> hey, Pastor. I, I, was, I was looking at this movie the other, the other day, and the guy said, man, when I was young, I would have a boner, and it would almost be that to help me shave. And he said, but now it seems like it just helped me keep my socks up. Like, <laughs> when you say head and towel, that's, that's the life, but... At that point, yes, if you haven't, yes, if you haven't established a communication, a, well, you know well, you have a prayer well, life, well. you have a communication life. If you That's can't it, have a communication life with your wife, then you really didn't have a marriage. You just had a permanent uh, sex partner, or excuse me, uh, uh, an executive sex partner. Because now that it's now that it's done, now what? Y'all still ain't got nothing in common. Mm-hmm. Y'all just realizing that now that you know, Viagra ain't working, and you know, now what? Viagra <laughs> ain't no good without love, brother. <laughs> well, <laughs> ain't no good without love. The whole fact of the matter is, if y'all haven't been able to communicate from the beginning, y'all not going to be able to communicate through, and that's going that's gonna to be your end. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So even when you start talking about friends, I had a conversation, and there's not a friend that I have that, that comes before my wife. If a friend called me, if, a, if somebody called me and said they need help, I'm talking to my wife before I make any move, before I make any commitment. If she say no, I'll partner. Listen, I'll give you my AAA card. It's about the best I can do. Because the wife has spoken. But if she say go ahead and help him, I'm out. I'll be there. And she's on the, she's on the line. If you think I'm lying, ask her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, but Pastor, she know if you call me. She already know. She already know the protocol. When <laughs> when Def Defcom Alpha, she already know it. Yeah. <laughs> we, we both we, we we both go end up sleeping outside, man. You, you <laughs> <laughs> now if you call, it's just a situation rep. You know, he just he just back briefing me. You know, like why this is this this is this okay. But Man. I got him, and we inbound, and we coming in hot. Yes, sir. So I only had to come get you because you was already sleeping outside. That's why I had to come get you. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll take that. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take but, that. But, but, again, it still goes back to communication. Pastor, mm-hmm. speaking of communication, yeah. and it's time for you to go do your prayer thing. So pray us out, and we will resume next Tuesday, 9 yes, p.m., Eastern Standard Time. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. Lord, we thank you so much for uh, this discussion tonight. I know that uh, it probably touched a lot of nerves. It t- probably touched a lot of hearts. Uh, sometimes, God, when things are out of order, it upsets us when we discuss them. But, Lord, it's a hard discussion, but it's a needed discussion. There's There's a way you wanted things done, and some kind of way we've started to compromise. 
And so, Lord, as Brother Quick said, uh, it's all about communication. And if we communicate more with you, that gives us the strength and the wisdom and the patience to communicate with each other. Lord, help us to take relationships seriously. Lord, help us not to waste someone's time whenever um, we don't mean them, you know, well. Help us, God, to understand that when we say I do, that, um, God, that's for a lifetime. And help us to know, Lord God, that not only are we saying I do, but if I'm really your friend, and I'm saying I do too. I do understand that you're married to her now. I do understand that, and I want nothing but the best for your marriage. Help us, God, to just examine all the relationships we have in our life. Not to say we're better than anybody because we're not. But, God, sometimes you got two ships just passing in the night. And, Lord, they can find success where they are, and I can find success where I am. And so, God, I just pray that we would just reevaluate where we are with you, where we are with ourselves, and where we are in these relationships. I know, God, that you uh, meant it when you said we shouldn't be unequally yoked. And sometimes, God, we get ourselves caught up and feel like because of uh, longevity that that means loyalty. But that's not necessarily the case. So speak to us. Order our steps. Help us, God, to evaluate everything from our personal relationships to our family relationships, everything, God. But most of all, help us not to hate anybody and help us, God, to be available uh, in the right way. I pray that every couple will communicate. I pray that every couple will invest and continue to work in their marriage. Thank you for Blog Talk Radio. Thank you from the streets to the pulpit. Thank you for real quick and the spouse. Thank you just for life, help, and strength. Until next week, God, keep us in your care, cover us in your blood. And, Lord, may you get all the glory, and, Lord, then we'll get the benefit. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 This concludes tonight's episode of From the Streets to the Pulpit. We're talking about friends. Who are your friends, and what's more valuable than your friends? Only God and your spouse. Keep your priorities in order. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Love God. And take care of one another. Until next week, peace.
In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News and World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. $15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.